Alright, I'm here with Jared Dufrin, and we are on the Firestarters Podcast. Thank you for joining us, Jared Dufrin. Let's go! Let's go, Jared! <laughs> Jared Dufrin is a brave Autobot seeking to awake, arise, and achieve the Autobots. So, yes! <laughs> so, Jared, the scripture we talk about all the time is Ecclesiastes 3.11. Mm-hmm. That God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. Yeah. And this past retreat, we had an opportunity to to wake guys up. Jesus woke mm-hmm. these guys up. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just share what's kind of going on in your heart and kind of how things are going so far? Yeah, man. Um, it's you just talk be... about whatever you want to talk about. There's no schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's going to be here with you, Cody. Always a pleasure. And um, always a... a uh, a playhouse adventure when I'm hanging out with Mr. Cody Yon. He's a man of many voice talents and a man of many other talents. And um, I was just telling him before we came on the uh, the air here that um, he, he's definitely been just such an amazing friend. And uh, God definitely, you just, you just think about those people God sends into your life and how you're just like high-fiving Jesus, you know, when they show up. And uh, Cody, he, he's that kind of friend. And so I'm grateful for you, buddy. A thousand percent. Oh, thank you. Yep, yep. And, yes, um, we're going to proclaim Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Never a dull moment with this guy, Fetless. So um, for me, the uh, what I was thinking on on the way over here, actually, I live about 45 minutes or so away from Cody now, so I'm a lot closer than I used to. So I know he's ecstatic about it. I'm, I'm pretty happy, too. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> and so... Um, I was just thinking about heaven on the way here. And um, there's, a, there's a song that says, there's a song that says everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. That's the lyrics. David Crowder has it on one of his songs. He actually does, which I love Crowder if you're out there. DC. Well, come play. Come play for us. Yeah, come, please come. Yeah. We, we, love you. we don't have five grand, but. We're right here in ATL, so give us a little pro bono. We'll do some IT work for you. <laughs> you make, we'll, we'll install fences for you. Yeah. Or that beautiful white home you got. We saw that on, on HG online TV, whatever that's on. So um, my wife showed it to me. Beautiful house you got. Um, but so for me, I'm thinking about heaven. I'm thinking about that song. I remember growing up, my view of heaven was was the, you know, the harps playing and, and, and the, little, the little fat baby angels, you know, just floating around. And... Um, and then Jesus with the with the white robe and the, and the, and the you know the lambs just kind of surrounding him and little kids and and um, it's like I guess there's an appeal to that and maybe when you're younger there's kind of an appeal to that but when you grow older you're just like you want more you know like there's a longing certainly don't want more than you know than Jesus at some point but you want more like you don't understand why you have all these longings in your heart but yet this heaven you've been presented with growing up is just so far from that. You know, and you just mentioned Ecclesiastes 3.11, which says a few things. But in the middle, one of the main things it says is that God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. And, and, and so what I say is with that eternity has also come a longing to be restored to it. Um, but to be restored to what? What is exactly is eternity? You know, is it just the, the church service in the sky? You know, as um, one of my, you know, uh, you, you just hear that. Is, is this the eternal just... Uh, 
Yeah, is there boredom? I just think about so many people who I know, Cody, myself included, for so many years. Like, heaven really didn't, like, I guess, thrill me. It just was the better alternative, you know, of, of where else I could maybe go. And so, and, 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 and what's happened for me is a lot in my life now. Is, and again, it's funny we talk about this because I was just thinking about this on the way over. There's kind of been a shift a lot more into, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm mid 40s now, and I'm certainly not in any kind of death management mode by any means. But at the same time, you know, you, you, you know, we're older, you, you grow, your, your, your thoughts begin to kind of migrate and, and, and meander um, to different, different, you know, just uh, different places. Um, and so, you know, you, you think about things like heaven more, you think about things like, you know, you start, you start losing people you love when you get my age, you know, more, you know, most of us in your 20s and 30s, of course, on average, you're probably losing grandparents. And then when you get into your 40s and 50s, you know, it might start hitting home a little bit more. Um, and, uh, and so you, you, you start thinking about what, what, what's next. And um, again, my point is, is that there's so many people who have this, this misconstrued view of, of, of what is next. And it's really the, the, the word rapture itself, um, which we talk a lot about, obviously, in, in the modern church. Um, the word rapture itself means a, 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 a snatching or a catching of, uh, away. So it's, it's, it's kind of the picture of you ever picked up like, a, um, like an animal of some kind that like just had like was just clawed into something, you know, it was like hanging on to the grass or, or whatever it was. You're trying to, you're trying to, like a cat or something and you just try to pick it up and it was clawed down into whatever it was, it was hanging on to, right? It was its comfort zone. It's what it knew and you were ripping it out of there. And and it that it don't like it. It doesn't you know it wants to stay right where it is. And it's that same type of picture. You know, Jesus will actually come and he will will capture us away from our lives and take us to be with him. And so um it's it's it's, it's a struggle to to create this this idea of, of what's to come when, when your basis for it is number one, based on fear of some kind. Um, again, the alternative, right? Uh, number two, sometimes it's 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 based on just your your this this whitewashed, just you know, religious view of 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 heaven, and it's and it's wrong. And we need to stop doing it. We need to stop thinking that way. I'm thinking this morning. Or this afternoon, I'm thinking a lot about people who do not follow Christ. That's what I'm thinking of a lot right now. And on my way over here, that was my heart. For a lot of you out there who may be listening, friends, family, and beyond, um, it's just some of you, I know a lot of you were raised in, in, in some, maybe maybe in a, in a very religious type, you know, experience with God. I hear a lot of people say, like, uh, you know, who don't follow Jesus, they will say things like, oh, you know, that's Christianity is just a, it's just this, you know, it, 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 it's just this fear-based, just control system, you know, to keep you paying your, your tithes, I guess, which a lot of people don't do anyway. But it just, you, we, they're just trying to get your, their money from you. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I mean, we've been doing ministry for how many years now, Cody? And, and none of us, there's only one member of our team that gets any kind of salary, and that's our intern. So, you know, so, and she's pretty amazing. And so it's like, we, we certainly ain't doing this for the money. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of our time, a lot of ministers I know out there, spend a lot of their time and resources, their own money, their own time, their own resources, um, 
just because they love they love Jesus and they they want to be you know his man and so you know to say that this is some fear-based system to control people or to get money out of people it just is, is is errant I'm not saying it doesn't happen don't get me wrong I mean it's you know we're talking about humans I mean you know we, we jack some stuff up but um you know my point is is that you like stop it <laughs> that's my point like stop it um think about what you love you know think about what makes you you just ah i can't wait for blank right i can't wait to see my you know cody's got a well i won't, I won't spoil the thing but you know you you, <laughs> you you just you can't you you long for the the love right that that the battle to fight the adventure and the beauty to rescue. That's right. You long for those things. And when you find those things, or when you haven't had those things for a while, your heart longs for them, right? When you long for them, you know, guys, that's why we plan the, you know, the, the missions trip to Colorado, or we plan the bungee cord, you know, trip to, to, you know, to China somewhere off the tallest bridge in the world, right? So it's, we have a longing for those things. You know, that's why we watch the, you know, the, the, Cody said earlier, you know, Marvel has some of the best action films in the world, and and it, it's 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 the new bar, right? They've set it, and everybody's just trying to keep up. Why? Because it 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 speaks to our longing for that 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 adventure and that battle and 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 that rescue. And so, with all those things, you know, you think about it, and, and so what is heaven? Is heaven where we're, where we're going? Is that really where this all ends up? Just us floating on a cloud? Is that is that the end game? Is that where we're, is that where we're heading? In, in game, Cody, I gave you a little Marvel plug. Is that where we're all going? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's that's you know, there's a there's a thing about. And I heard this in a, in a movie recently. I can't remember which one, but it said this. Here's the thing about stories, they never quite end, do they? Like stories don't end. Once you're 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 created, God made you as as energy. Your energy is never gonna just like die. You'll always exist in some form or fashion, right? You're going to exist here. You're going to exist with him. Are you going to exist in, in, in eternal, you know, just separation and suffering? It's, it's, it's not, a good, not a good plan B. So, you know, and so it's, 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 again, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. But it's like we, we, we have this mindset sometimes that either Jesus just came to give us get out of hell free card or, or, or you know, it's, it's, you know heaven's just going to be some never-ending Church service. And so what I want to come to today and tell you that none of that's true. I mean, none of it's true in, in, in the sense of, I mean, obviously, yes, God came to, to save you from, from an afterlife of, of suffering and, and being without him, certainly. But, but Jesus came to be with you now, right now, and in the world to come. And that's the thing is that the Bible says in Revelation 21 that there will be a new heavens and a new earth a new heaven, new earth, a new city will rise up and Jesus will be the king. He will be the light. There will be no need for sun or anything else, right? He is the light of the world, John chapter one, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, right? And all things were created through him. Nothing that was made was not made, you know, but through him. And he is the light of the world and he's the light of all men. And so it's like he will be the light for us. And the scripture gives you, and, and you read through Isaiah and Revelations and places like that, you, you get a picture of these, this, this new beginning that's going to happen for us. And you get also a picture of, this was really cool, you get a picture, and Ecclesiastes 3.11 gives a little glimpse of that, you get a picture that, that in this newness, 
that you will have a part to play. You will. Right? Picture, there's a picture there in Scripture of, of new worlds, new earths, new, new playgrounds. You know, right now, what's, what's a big, I don't even know what they call that. You know, my, maybe Cody, you know, my, my sons and daughter, you know, they're young and they love games and, you know, video games and, you know, and you can play. Open world environment. There you go. You got Minecraft. What's, I don't know what the other ones are. I think you can do a Lego version of that, if I'm not mistaken. So these things where you can just create all these big giant worlds on your own, right? And then you can invite other people to come and explore it. That's scripture. It's literally in the book. And just like Maximus said, what you do in this life will echo for eternity. It's exactly what that reference, that, that mentality, okay? That mentality, no, that's just a movie. But but eternity, it's, it's in us all. It's in our hearts. And the writers of those stories, it's in their hearts. And when, and when they write something to move us, that's what comes out. And so there it is, right? And, 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 it's, it's echoing what you're doing right now, the life you're building right now, and the way you're, you're serving Jesus and you're serving others is building up for you an eternity. That's a reality. You know? And that's what, and that's what that Ecclesiastes 3.11, Cody, is all about. It's, it's about longing. Right? It's about longing. And, and we've got to get a grip of what it is exactly we're longing for and realize that that's the offer. That's the offer of Christ. People are looking for all kinds of counterfeit idols and things and drugs and sex and pleasures and things of the world. But the Ecclesiastes 3.11 scripture says that God has a plate, placed the eternity inside them. And God is the most incredible thing in all creation, the most loving being in all creation, whoever was and will be. And that he wants to give us... He wants to give us the very best thing, which is himself. Yeah. And it's just, there's again, there's so much more to the story, you know, and, and the Bible talks a lot about mystery. And in and, and the New Testament alone, um, there's, I think, at least 17 times that Paul, that Paul there's at least 17 times that Paul, I'm a, I'm a fiddler, there's 17 times that Paul uh, talks about this, this, this mystery, right? What's what's unknown, you know? What's to come? What is Jesus' birth and 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 die? You know, this 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 vision of of this mystery of Jesus dying like a seed falls into the ground, and then growing and producing this this fruit, this crop. And it's available to, to, to all. And Paul said it's a mystery. Right? The lamb slain before the foundation of the world is a mystery. And so Paul talks about all these deep, these deep, deep mysteries. And it's um, our, the story itself. Sto- story itself speaks to us, doesn't it? It speaks to our hearts in a deep way. It's really what we long for. It's what we, we, we can't wait to, to find, to unveil, to unwrap. And so there's this great mystery, and it's the same thing. Um, so a little, little testimony, personal testimony about about what we're, what we're speaking of. I remember when I chose to seek God, Cody, for the very first time, really in my life. I mean, just like seek Him. And I I went through a divorce or going through one, and I remember just saying, uh, I'm laying all out on the table, God, come and, and just relearn me. If if you're there. 
and and you're you're good, then I need to know that for myself. I lay it all on the table, prayed and fasted. First time in my life I ever did that. Fasting was for old people and you know ladies. <laughs> so you know, so what is this? What is this thing? So I, I you know I, I sought God, got away from everything, found my mountain. You hear that term a lot in our ministry. Um, I found I found my mountain for two weeks, and I literally just went and met with Jesus. And at the at the end of that two weeks, Cody, I had a vision. That's all I can describe it. I had a vision. I was getting ready for it was my last night. I, I I went to Georgia to get away. I was living in Louisiana back then, my home my home country. Go Tigers! That's so how I'm in Louisiana, and um, I got away for two weeks. And I'm, and I'm getting ready to go home. And I remember thinking that was a great week. I learned a lot, God. Thank you so much. Not sure what's next, but I guess we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and I closed the door. As, I, as I'm going to bed, I closed the door. And next thing you know, Cody, the <laughs> 311, I'm in it. I'm literally in it. I'm, 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 I'm not there where I was. I'm, I'm there with him in that moment. And that's the only, I can't really... Like like, the 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 vision of it and what I saw, I could write I could write. Forever, you know, um, in regards to it, I can write about it. And but more so than even what I saw was what I felt. And and what I felt in that moment was a, was an awakening. It was an awakening deep inside of myself. And what I realized was it wasn't just an awakening. It was it was an awareness. Like eternity is an awareness. You don't have to ask the questions in eternity. You don't. They're just there. You don't have to ask the questions because the answer's there. It's, it's already there. You just know. I don't know if God, like, you know, the Bible says that to, to seek, seeking wisdom is the principal thing the Bible says in Proverbs. Just seek it. You know, ask for it. She'll, she'll come for you. And, I, and it's like I had the fullness of the knowledge of, of God when it came to wisdom and it was, I remember that moment thinking, I, I, I literally have no questions and only answers now. And it was such a gift from God. And, it, and that eternity came inside of me and said, Jesus, what do I do with what I just found? What do I do with this awakening that just happened? And he simply said this, go forth now and awaken the hearts of others wherever you go. That's the mission. That's the plan. And Cody Gon joined that mission about five or six years ago now. And, and as far as I know, he's going to be with me till the end. That's right. right. Into the line. We will find on to save the mankind <laughs> and all of Cybertron. Uh, what, what does Cap tell Bucky all the time? He says, uh, I'm with you. How do you say it? Well, Bucky says, Bucky says it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Captain America says, You're my friend. <laughs> and then Bucky says, You're my mission. <laughs> and then Captain says, then finish it, because I'm with you to the end of the line. That's it. That's it. I love it. I just watched The Winter Soldier last night, one of my favorite Marvel movies and certainly Captain America movies. I just love it. It's full of action, and that friendship part of it is, is massive. But anyway, so that glimpse that I got that day and that moment where he just like showed me everything that he had made, and it wasn't just everything like then. It was everything that... that that is and is to come. And it was so crazy because I was like, I took a snapshot of that, you know, in that moment. And and years later, I'm 
I'm kind of going through something. I end up at this at this minister's home, and he's praying over me. Oh, older gentleman, some random place in Canton, Georgia, I think. And I'm and I'm and this minister's praying over me, and um, and we had a great prayer time. At the end of prayer time, Cody, he, the minister tells me, "Hey, come on back in this in this room. I want to show you something." So he takes me to this, like I guess, man cave for ministers, basically that he's got set up. <laughs> he uh, he he shows me something I'll never forget. And I won't forget it because I had seen it already. And he points to the wall, and there's a, a picture. I have no idea where he got it from. A photograph, a picture, a drawing, or a redemption of something. And again, I'm like, what? I'm looking at it. I'm like, what? Cody, all I can say is it was the exact same image of what God had shown me on that day. He awakened me. And I asked the man, where did you get this? What does this represent? And he just simply says this. This represents... Everything that he has made, and it also represents all the things that we will join him in being rulers and reigners over in the in the in the in the afterlife, what's to come. And so it was so incredible to have like that that eternity, both that glimpse of it given to me, but also awakened inside of me. And people want to know why why I can't do religion. People want to know why I can't just be still, why I can't just, you know, play it safe, why I can't just conform. Because <laughs> I was I was I met with the king that day. And and just like Paul, when Paul was awakened and had his vision, I was awakened that day. And 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 for me, it's you're getting what, what I got. That's what you're getting. There's no there, I wasn't taught it. Yeah, you know, hey, I went to seminary, all that stuff. I've 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 done all that. It's not that's not my point, it's not what I'm referencing here. But I wasn't taught the message that I give today, at least especially in the sense of the way that I give it. I give it the way I do because I, I give it in a way that's, that's, that's genuine and real and authentic because that's exactly what it was for me. It was a real, genuine, authentic moment with God that I had myself personally. And that he took me. I wasn't, I wasn't dead. I wasn't dying. There was nothing. It didn't come after, after I, it didn't come after I, you know, had this near-death experience or anything like that. It came with my eyes wide open and me just simply saying, God, show me. Show me, not my will, but yours. Reveal. And, and, and Cody, he in every way did so, bro. So that's the story of Ecclesiastes 3.11. The Bible says, if you ask and seek with all of your heart, then you will find it. You will find it. And I want to tell you right now, if you have not asked or sought Jesus to be your Savior, there's no greater gift than you could ever, 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 ever receive than what Jesus did for you. There's none. Because if, and you've heard it, but it's, it's, it's no less true because of it, because you've heard it and then heard it and heard it. If it was only you, he would have still bore the cross. He would have. Lamb slain before the foundation of the world, for the joy set out before him, he endured the cross, the Bible says. What was the joy? You were. You, you are the joy of the Lord. You are. That's it. And he would do it all over again because that was his plan from the very start. He's, he, he, he can take, he, he, he's eternal, right? Marvel made a movie called Eternals. Well, there's only one eternal one. You, 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 he can take a step back from the timeline of our, of our life anytime he wants and see it start to finish. He can do that. He's God, right? He's omnipotent. But in that moment, in that, with, that, with that vision, with that foresight, he saw our rebellion. And he said, Jesus, 
Holy, Holy Ghost, there's only one way this thing's going down. I've already seen it, and it's going to happen. Always moving forward with this human thing, because if we do, at some point, son, it's going to cost you more than you can almost bear. Think about it, right? It's going to cost you almost more than you can bear. Are we going through? Are we doing it? Is it worth it? And Jesus responded, and they all did, of course, with what? Heck, yes, it is. Right? You better believe it's worth it. Why? Because love, God is love, and love itself must be given. You know, you're in a new relationship with somebody, <coughs> Cody, you're in a new relationship with somebody, you want to spend every waking moment you have with them. You want to be next to them, on the phone with them, right? You want to you want to drink out the same coffee cup, you know, you you want to you want to, you know, go jogging and rub up against each other and, you know, sweat and all that. <laughs> like, you're just, it's new relationships. You Just give me whatever. I'll, I'll take it all. Right? Why? Because love is, it's, it's, it's all, it's, it's, in cap, it, it captures and, and it, and it envelops us and it calls to us and we, we have to give it. And so Jesus and his love and the Father and his love and the Holy Ghost came together and said, no matter what it costs us, we've got to give what's in our hearts. And so, guys, right now, just give your heart. This is no, there's no there's no sinner's prayer in the Bible. There's just there's no sinner's prayer in the Bible. But what there is evidence of is people who have given their hearts to Jesus. And whatever way you need to give your heart to Jesus right now, give your heart to Him. Repent, right, and all that. But repentance is just saying I'm no longer going to live the life I once lived. I'm not going to live a, a new life. I'm going to receive the finished work of the cross in my heart, and I will be changed now, right here, and forever, period. And eternity is going to come and set up shop inside of your heart. And with all of your days, spend, spend them awakening that eternity, staying aware of it, and leading others into it. That's the mission, and that is the offer. And that's what it's all about, Cody.